0: How bad Delamorte is at soccer, mostly.
1: I wasn't terrible. Like I got better each like each time we'd play. Usually and happens, uh, that was, fu- yeah, that was fun. But like Tino and Combs and like those like Bernie's link. Yes, yeah, like they're all really good at it. All right, you boys, know. boys and
2: girls, as you can hear, that is a familiar voice back. We got the boys back together. Welcome back to the RDN Roller Show, Kevin Dwyer, Anth Merrigan, Dwyer. How's it going, buddy? Welcome back.
1: It's good, boys. It's good to see your faces. Let's let's put
0: it that way.
2: <laughs> nice to hear your voice. We got another voice yeah. on the
0: yeah. pot now, so yeah, no, it's definitely it's been good. Start. You had it's that nice nagging nice injury, too. you know what I mean? Nagging injury that kept you off the pod for a bit, and so now you're back.
2: Won't go away. How's uh how's <laughs> life? How's life? How's the kiddo? How's the wife? How's everything going?
1: Life's good. Marley's Marley's just always. I mean, not always busy, but she's got a big girl job and they depend on her to do a lot of stuff so she's busy um kiddo's good man he's just he's tall and he's like babbling and trying to talk now and he's a beauty there's a picture that came up on our apple tv the other day or like today actually i was just like jesus that kid is like a gorgeous kid like he like we really (laughs) locked out we have a very very beautiful baby so he's good we're doing good man uh dogs are here chilling right now
2: here we go. One of them. Oh, The pops. Yeah.
1: So is yeah, the, we're we're all good, man.
2: Is the kid strapping the pads on anytime soon? You gonna put the pads back on? You going to any tournaments anytime soon? Or uh, mini stick?
1: We, we learned. I got him.
0: I got him. I'm talking about you, Kev. I'm talking about when's when are you getting ready? Oh, I was gonna say I got this for
1: Jackson. <laughs> oh, um, that's what I was going I
0: thought you were talking about the mini stick. Yeah. I, uh,
1: I I I don't know. Cotcher um, threw out an invite to me about men's at winter wars and i we'll we'll see i'd like to turn it into like i was telling you guys it'd be nice to have a, a wife and a wife uh get away husband and wife get away and let jackson hang out with grandma and grandpa so that would be cool um i don't know if it's fully in the cards but that would be the only thing on the horizon um yeah I, uh, I got some fresh ice skates, so I like playing. I like playing some ice hockey. Ice hockey's a little easier on the knees
2: and hips these days. In my
1: old as a goalie,
0: age. as a goalie, one hundred percent ice hockey goalie is so much better. Yeah, yeah.
2: nice. But, well, Kev, we're glad to have you back, and we got a we got a big pod here. So we brought Kev back. We got Kyle Mooney on the pod, fresh off a uh, Narch Winter Nationals Pro win. Some people say he just had the roller dad strength and just took over in the championship game. So we're excited to hear from him and see, hear his thoughts. I know he had a exciting surprise as well over the weekend. So we're going to let him break it all down and uh, this should be a pretty fun pod. Anth, how are you doing? How's everything going over on the East coast? How's Philly hanging you guys?
0: Yeah, it's raining today. So I actually had off, which is nice. uh, Get these little rain days. So me and big Reg head off today, uh, which allowed some time to do the pod. So that's good. Uh, I'm a little sore after playing, we have an ice hockey. So Kev mentioned ice hockey in our league. We played this team. That's a bunch of Philly cops and they're just absolute lunatics. And, um, it turned into like a fight at the end of the game, of course, because we beat them and it was just brutal. They have like guys like who roll up their sleeves, like past their elbows in ice hockey, which is just like straight savage. So that's just kind of what we were dealing with. So I'm a little bit sore to be honest with you, but, uh, all as well. I got. Uh, I think I start Piha in two weeks. Uh, some Piha games this weekend. Yeah, we haven't even started playing yet. It's that's really a, that's
2: a problem with Piha. Piha is just like all over the place. Yeah. It started in like November. You guys start in February.
0: Yeah, and then we condense it all into like three months of hockey and like four, which is nice.
2: After. I would I would rather yeah. have that than like one game a month. Yeah. One game a month's just too hard. You can't really get any mojo going, but.
0: Yeah, and like I tell like people are practicing and things like that. Like you might get a couple of skates together, but it's hard to like stay gelled together. So we have kind of a new team, it's a bunch of young kids. So we'll see how it goes.
2: Oh, you didn't jump on the sting,
0: <laughs> Nah, I got my dub with this thing, so I just let it be from there. But I also got posterized by Joy on that. So you know, it was kind of like a even at the end anyway. So that's true. You uh,
1: you, you didn't let the boys in blue just get a W in in the ice league.
0: <laughs> These guys are
1: strapping up every day. Listen, listen, they put their lives on the line.
0: Totally agree. Totally they got to totally support, them.
1: Knuckleheads support
0: them off the rink. It's really just like one. What's guy your guys' this team
2: called? Like, team Wawa?
0: No, not Team Wawa. We're the Rams, man. Get rammed. You would like our logo. The guy's got a little J hanging out and everything. So, um, but yeah, it's like Coyotes jerseys, but it's a ram head. So, actually pretty cool. But, um, but yeah, I would normally support them off the rank, not on the rank. Though they're lo- lunatics. But uh yeah, I hear what you say. <laughs> anyway, back to roller.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: Well, uh let's bring guys. Ready to bring Kyle Mooney onto the pod? Let's go. Hey, big moons. All right, boys. All right, Roller today FM. Welcome back to the RDN Roller Show. We are very excited to have a very special guest on the pod today. He's not only a recent NARCh champion, but more importantly. He's the new roller dad, and our second roller dad on this show since we got Dwyane back in the mix here, Kyle Mooney. How the hell's everything going? How's dad life treating you? Tell the people you've been up to the past, I guess, uh, week and a half here since you had your baby.
3: <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks, Mayors. What's up, fellas? It's great, great to be on here. To be honest, I've uh, I love your guys' stuff. Like I I listen to all your stuff. Um, you know, I'm pretty like interactive with your accounts and whatnot, your tweet, your Twitter, your Instagram. So, uh, you guys are just crushing it, man. Uh, really, you know, I think like doing awesome stuff for the sport. So, you know, really, really excited to be a part of it and participate. Uh, and and, you know, really honored to uh get to jump on here. But, um, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, baby was born uh, a week ago today. So, uh, been a pretty hectic uh, past. Six days, seven days. Um, little winter nights mixed in there over the weekend. So, been a it's been a great week, man. Probably you know easily the best week of, of my life up to this point. Um, have you know a ton of family and and everything kind of like all supporting cast uh, helping out and it's just like a lot of good time to you know unplug from work. Um, kind of stay off the phone, off the social media and just, uh, you know, I guess get, get some real, like, you know, time with the wife, the fam and, um, the, the newborn. So it's been, it's been fun, man. It's obviously like hands are full and a little hectic at times, but, um, everyone's doing great. The baby's doing super great, uh, super healthy. Same, same with the wife, Kelsey, she's awesome. Um, recovering really well uh, and, and healthy. So that's, you know, all we can ask for, but, um, yeah, it's been it's been my past week, man. Newborn, winter nats, and just chilling since then.
2: So, how'd you let the wife let you play in winter nationals?
3: Yeah, uh, that's a funny one. Uh, uh, this is the
2: story you were
3: gonna tell us? Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll just get right into it because <laughs> yeah. it's kind of so my, my winter nats and and the the birth of my child and the wife is all one big story, um, but. It's really funny. So basically, like obviously, you know, months ago, um, like whatever, six six plus months ago, they give you a due date based on you know like the the estimated whatever arrival and and whatnot for pregnancy. So the due date was Monday, uh, the Monday after winter nats, like the day after winter nats, and that's like my my calendar is like besides work, which like is whatever. It's like roller hockey and then like any like you know family like stuff. So it was pretty much like due date like and winter nats on the on the calendar and i'm like all right fuck like how am i gonna how's this gonna work like is it gonna work right at the end of the day like i knew like if i'm in the hospital like having a baby i'm out but other than that like there's very few things in my mind that would make me miss winter nats um and so leading up to it we had a bunch of talks about it like Pretty casual though. Like my wife's super cool. She's not like, you know, trying to like she gets it. She knows that like roller is is top priority. So uh the good wife. So yeah, good wife. So like basically fast forward, right? Like leading up to like a few weeks before winter nats. I'm like, okay, like I need the baby to either come like a week early so that it's like a, a, a solid week before winter nats. Or like after the due date and be late, like, like I have like that window and if it doesn't like I'm in trouble. So, uh, so, so then the week before winter nats, like, you know, Monday, like the week of winter nats, like no baby. And like, she's like 39 weeks pregnant, ready to go. Like any day now it's like, come on. Um, so Monday, no baby Tuesday, no baby Wednesday, no baby. I'm like, fuck, come on, come on. So at this point, I'm like, I think it's just got to come late. Like, it's fine. It's it's her first baby. Usually, you know, like they say, like, oh, your first one, maybe it comes late. Like, I think that's a wives' tale. But, like, that's kind of what I was riding on. But so, like, the funniest part is Wednesday night, we're in bed. I'm literally going to bed at, like, 10, 30, 11 p.m. And I'm like, all right. We're kind of just – I'm just joking around to her. But I'm like, all right, so – Either this baby comes tomorrow morning. It's the last possible moment this baby could come for me to be able to play. Because if it happens Thursday morning, I'm like telling her this, I'm like, if it happens Thursday morning, we'll go to the hospital, we'll spend the night there, we'll be chill. Friday we'll come home. I'll maybe miss Friday games. Saturday will be our second day at home. Like we're in the clear, like I can be to learn. two in. Yeah. And like Sunday I'm good. And she's like You're such an idiot. Like shut up. Like it's not coming it's not coming tomorrow. Like like she just was kind of like saying that. Like it's not it's not happening. Like you're an idiot. Like, oh my God. Well, at least then it needs to come Monday. Like then it won't happen this weekend. So uh so sure enough, Wednesday night at midnight, she wakes up like start like having like contractions, like she's going into labor. Literally an hour after this conversation, no joke. And I even like literally in that conversation, I was like, I was like, yeah, you never know. Like maybe you'll just wake up, your water's broke Thursday morning. We're rocking, like, let's, let's do we're this. Rocking. She's like, no, she's like, no chance. I'm like, all right, all right, whatever. And so she wakes up at midnight and she starts having like Kind of a little bit of weird thing, not a weird thing, but like one, I guess, uh, relevant piece of the story is that she was planning to have like a full natural unmedicated birth so like no like drugs no uh induction like all that stuff which is totally chill but like it's a little bit you know more intense and like this and that so like the doctors um kind of tell you and like we we also another like weird thing is we hired like a doula which if you don't know like it's basically um like a, uh, just a mentor, like a birth coach, a birth mentor, like, like throughout pregnancy, they kind of just like help guide you, like in terms of pre-birth, birth, labor, and then like post, right. And just, especially because you're doing it unmedicated, natural, you kind of like need to have a little bit more like prep and mindset and like, be ready to go and like, you know, do your thing, not just like show up to the hospital and let the doctors take over, you know?
1: Right.
3: Um. So like, because of that, the whole, the whole thing that like the doulas and the doctors tell you is like, Hey, there's like do as much labor at home as possible, like where you're comfortable. You can go in the shower, you can be in bed, you can be all over the floor, like whatever you want to do, right? Like labor at home as much as possible. And then like, once it starts getting like really intense, you go to the hospital and like within a couple hours, you'll have your baby. Whereas like most people, like the first like sign of contraction or water break, like they just go straight away. Right. right. And then they're like there for like 12, 24 hours until they have the baby. So that's like, that's all like relevant to this story. So, uh, so midnight, she starts having labor 1am her water breaks. And like, it's like, and so at 1am she's, she wakes me up. She's on the side of my bed and she's like shaking me. I like just went to bed two hours ago. She's like, like, babe, it's happening. And I'm like, I'm like, no, it's not. Like, are you fucking with me? Like we just talked about <laughs> this two hours ago. She's like, you, you know, summoned it out. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I'm tripping. But then we're like, I'm like, holy shit. So, I so one, <laughs> that didn't cross my head yet. But so like, she's like, so th- this is like, wh- like, whatever, she's going into labor, right? It's a little graphic, but like, it, it kind of lends to the story. And like, it's, it's fine. Also, like, I, uh, I got full permission from Kelsey to like, tell this story. <laughs> before like i was just gonna think that yeah yeah so like so we wanted to like or i mean i told her i was coming on i'm like can i just tell the story like it it's pretty funny and epic (laughs) um so 1 a.m to like 4 a.m she's in labor at home full on we're up i'm like awake helping her but like just being supportive right like there's not much i can do she's just like going through it and uh it's getting pretty intense i'm like texting the doula like you know hey this is and she's like a super cool girl she's like our age she's like really really nice but like no the doula doesn't have any like medical background or like she's not like uh a doctor by any means just like very much like soft skills type of person expert in this stuff but not like medical um so i'm like it's getting pretty intense and i felt like that but we didn't know what to expect right and so uh so she's in a ton of pain she's like taking like a shower this this and that like kind of in the shower like like sitting down like using the shower head just to like soothe herself because it's like it's gnarly you know like she's full on in labor but like not like we we thought it would be about 12 hours minimum or whatever so uh so all of a sudden it's like starting to pick up gnarly I'm like texting a dude I'm like hey we're gonna start getting like should we start heading to the hospital? She's like, yeah, if you guys are feeling that, like it's probably about time. Like, go ahead. I'll meet you there. I'll be there in 30, 40 minutes. I'm like, perfect. All right. And I'm like, hey, like, you know, let's let's start going. We can get ready. She's like, all right, all right. So she's kind of slowly making her way, getting ready. I'm like kind of grabbing all the bags, packing the car and shit. So uh, so I, I'm I'm like, I like run upstairs. She's like trying to put her pants on and she can't. And she, like, looks at me straight in the eyes and, like, staring into my soul. And she's like, babe, is is this the baby's head? And I'm like, holy fuck, that's the head. Like, verbatim, that's what I said. The fucking baby was – like, the head was crowning. So I called the doula instantly. I'm like, yo, I'm looking at the baby's top of his head. Like, we're five minutes from the hospital. Like, should I just – Carry her, throw her into the car, get to the hospital as soon as po- possible, just jam over there. And she's like, Oh no, it's gonna be all right. You're gonna have the baby at home. I'll walk you through it. It's gonna be fine. Just, just listen. Like, you're gonna be okay, but you got this. I'm like, What? I'm That's like, you the biggest game of your life
2: right here. <laughs> what the?
3: Fuck? I'm like, Holy shit. So she's just like, she's like, just get a, get a bunch of towels, get Kelsey in whatever position she needs that she's comfortable and Like, just get ready. And, uh, I'm like, all right, all right. I got a bunch of towels. Like, she's like, no, get more towels. I'm like, all right, <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, holy shit. So I'm like freaking out. Right. Freaking out. But like, I don't want her to freak out. So like, and, and right after I talked to the doula, it was like 30 seconds. I'm like, Hey, this is happening. She's like, you're going to have it at home. I'm like, and just like as calm and composed as I can. I'm like, Hey, like we're doing this here. Like she said, we can't move. Like you can't move. Like, and baby's going to be here in like 10 minutes. She said, and she's like, I'll be there in 20, but like the baby's going to be there before I get there. I'm like, Holy fuck. So then like the scariest thing she, right after she's like, so if the baby, like she's kind of giving me some pointers. She's like, if the baby comes out like blue or like not breathing, like just like, you got to stimulate it and like rub its back and shit. And I'm like, the fuck, like I have to bring this baby like to life. Like, what do you mean? Like, I thought they just come out and they're alive, like, or whatever. (laughs) Like, she's just like preparing, like whatever, preparing me. So then like, I kind of like hung up on her, like, I don't know. And then just running around, like getting ready. And so she's like calling me back, but I'm like, like basically like in the next 10 minutes, we're in our bathroom, in in our house, unattended, just us two. And she gives birth to our baby, our son. And like, I catch the baby like full on, just straight up. And the fucking umbilical cords, like wrapped around the neck, kind of like zigzag through the body and shit. I'm like, I'm like, you know, literally having to like, like you know wrangle the baby to get the thing finally like within like five ten seconds like i get the cord off it like has its like breath of life and just like and like starts crying and like that was like when it like was like alive you know like and i was like holy shit holy shit so like i like at that point give the baby back to kelsey she's like post it's like sitting there posted on you know on the ground at this point um And, like, the baby's crying. Like, everything's, like, fine now at this point. It feels like we're, like, okay, you know? And, like, that was, like, basically, like, within 10 minutes, like, the doula showed up. She was, like, super helpful, like, a really good, like, just, like, you're doing everything great, like, helped with the first latch. Like, the baby was fine. Kelsey was fine. we're, like, all right, like, maybe, like, 15, 20 minutes later, like, which sounds like a long time, but we were just, like, gathering ourselves and, like, getting our thoughts together or we need to call like an ambulance to get to the hospital. Cause like, we can't like transport Kelsey and like, she you know, like the whole thing. So, uh, so we, so we call an ambulance, they show up like a bunch of medics and stuff. They like, let me, they like let me cut the cord, which is super cool in our, in our house. They, um, and then they're like doing, they do the vitals and stuff, you know, and then they're like, all right, like baby's fine. Like he's chilling. Um, like you can hold him, Kyle, like, take, you know, just keep them close to your body. So like, I like took my shirt off, was holding the newborn and they're doing like, you know, more kind of more work on Kelsey, like doing vitals. She's like bleeding, obviously, like making sure her blood pressure is okay though, which was fine. And, uh, end up getting her like downstairs onto a stretcher and they're like, yeah, Kyle, you can come in the ambulance, just like carry the baby and you can like c- cruise with us. I'm like, all right. So like, I'm just like, this is at like 7am. I'm like walking out my front door with the newborn on my, on my chest. Um, Kelsey's in a stretcher. Like all the medics are around her. She has like an IV and shit. And like, you know, like they're kind of monitoring her. No, no one's leaving like caring about me or the baby. Like they're just chill. Like we're just chilling. So we like, get into the ambulance. Like I'm just sitting there with the baby. Like we pulled to the ER, like the emergency room. They're like wheeling Kelsey and all the medics around them. Like, and I'm just like fucking like, just feel <laughs> like such a baby. ER. I'm just like, i'm just like shirtless walking into the er with a fucking brand new baby like and all the medics are like up there with kelsey and like the entire like maybe 30 people on the er staff are all just like bug-eyed like looking around like looking at kelsey but she's fine like she's like totally fine awake conscious like and then like looking at me being like what the fuck is happening right now like what is your roller
0: on? guy carrying kind a of baby
3: yeah so like It was like, it was the funniest thing ever. And like, we're, we like to laugh about that to this day, but like, um, basically like they take us up, like they do the, like more, more tests just to make sure, you know, like check all the like temperatures and this and that. And honestly, like like both of them were perfect. Like she had low blood pressure, which is normal, like a little, like, um, just from like, you know, losing some blood and shit. But like, other than that, like they're both super healthy, baby's a little cold, Cause like, we didn't put him in like warm blankets right away, but like, we didn't have any, like we were fucking at home. So like that was Thursday morning at, at 7am. So like, we were just at that point, we got there, everything's good and we're chilling. And like Thursday night, we stay at the hospital Friday. Like was our, like, you know, like Thursday night was our first night, but like Friday we were like at the hospital, like we were th- actually could have gone home Friday. We were thinking about it. I was like, I'm, I'm not even going to play Friday. Like I wasn't even a thought. Like I'm like thinking just like, whatever I'm at the hospital. But then like, we ended up staying at the hospital one more night. Cause they were just like, if you want to just like, you know, it, it wasn't a sterile like birth environment. Like we can monitor for infection, whatever, like just stay one more night. So we we're like, all right, let's just do that. So we did that. Uh That night went better. So Saturday morning, we like went home early. Um, everyone's super healthy, super, like, chilling. And uh, that was, like, when I started, like, being, like, all right, Winter Nats, like, is this going to happen, right? Um, So I'm, like, I'm, like, I think I could play. Like, I And I told her, I'm, like, hey, I just need to play one game, like, tonight so I could play tomorrow. Like, I just need one round-robin game. I even texted Jay. I'm, like, hey, do I actually have to play tonight to, like, be eligible for tomorrow? He's, like, yes. I'm, like, fuck. I thought he was just going to be, like, no, you can just show up tomorrow. So uh then, then what fucked me, I mean it just made it shittier was that the rink, rink got rained out and so we had to go to West Covina, like Irvine's down the street from me, like I'm like 10 minutes from Irvine, but like West Covina's like like I don't know 45 or an hour. Oh my like, fuck. But like I, I ended up like my mom, I, I hit up my mom, I'm like, hey, can you come hang with me? uh, Kelsey, like, well, I, so I can go play the roller game. Like I just need to play this game. And Kelsey was cool with it. She was just like, if you, like, if you need, like need to, fine. Like just go do it. Like she was just chilling at home anyway. Uh, so my mom was like, yeah, of course. Like, I'd love to come hang with Kelsey and the baby. So I like jam to, uh, to, to West Covina to play one game. We played against the blades. Um, and like kind of funny side of the story is like, Weeks before this, um, we had some of the roller boys stand at my house and we're talking about, you know, like the baby being born and like, oh, like if the baby's born right before winter nats, maybe all like, uh, like Tommy too, was talking about, you know, oh, like all those NHL stories of guys that like have their baby born and then their next game, they go off and like, you know, score a hat trick or like just like have their best game of their career. Right. So we're like, oh, it's probably like some baby juju. Like maybe I'll be sick right after I like have a baby. <laughs> so we go i go play i'm not even thinking about it and i like the, the two nights in the hospital like i barely slept right it's on like a shitty couch like in like where i'm like just not even wanting to sleep because i'm just like you know so like fired up on like the baby and shit so i show up we play against the blades i i'm just god awful i'm terrible our team didn't play well like the blades gave us the business they beat us like and it was just a bad game to awesome, the like yeah, and round robin, they like they they had a good game. It was, uh I mean, we played bad too, but like it was a good game. Um, it was, I think it was like three two. They work um, hard.
2: That's a they, they
3: work really hard. They do. They no, they had a good team too. Like they uh they they brought it to uh brought it to us. So anyway, um, and like the team that was two and zero. I show up, we lose the first game. I'm there. And I'm like fuck. What am I doing? Like I I suck. Like I, I don't even know why I'm here. And I get home, Kelsey's like, how'd the game go? I'm like, it was terrible. I put, like, shit. She's like, what happened to the baby choo?" Like, I thought you were supposed to be good. I'm like, I don't think it's a real thing. Like, fuck Same that. Same
0: for Sunday.
3: Yeah, I'm like, so then, like, then Saturday, or then then I just, like, and then they, you know, my team wins the the Black Ice, uh, wins the fourth game, like, 6-0. I'm like, I should just not even be on the team. Like, they're 3-0 and without me, 0-1 against the blades with me like i'm out uh so and then sunday and sunday was awesome man like her family came over to hang with kelsey and her mom and sisters came over and hung with the baby they like live streamed the final like on the live barn um i actually went home in between games but yeah we had a we, we beat the blades in the semis had a really good game against them obviously like bounce back game and um uh, you know took care of business there and then and then the final was just like that was one of the one of the most fun games I've played in in a long time. Uh, like I mean, the the some of the most fun games I've played in recently were you know Palma Pro final like championship game and that atmosphere was crazy. But I think even the NARC finals this past summer when we won it was like the probably the the most packed I've ever seen Irvine, like the, just like it felt to me, like it was like the most, like the biggest game I'd ever played in. And like, that was a really good, just like chess match game as well. Um, Low scoring though. So this was like, not like a finals where the entire rink is packed, but it was like pretty buzzing and like it's winter Nats, but it was, it was a really big game. It felt like, and it was a really exciting game. And you guys know like the rivalry between us and, and Palma, like, it's, it doesn't even matter if it's a NARCH qualifier or if it's, you know, Palma Pro Final. Like, those are, like, the biggest games that we get up for, like. And it was it was nuts, dude. It was a 7-4 final. Like, I don't, like, a Pro Final to be that high scoring. Like, I can't remember the last time I saw that. Definitely, like, be a part of that. And especially, like, we went down um, to rip, like, early. And those guys are those guys are fucking hard to play against when you're down to rip against Palma, you know, like that's, that's no fun chasing those guys around. So like we, you know, we, we just, we were buzzing and like we tied it up. They, they went up again. We tied it up again. They went up again. We tied it up again. And then like got, uh you know, a couple more and then an empty net or so. It was really like a six, four, but like, um yeah, man, that game was, was a ton of fun. And like, I, I was, like right after like Kelsey texted me and she's just like that there there's the baby juju like that's what I'm talking about
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think we had a couple dms from everyone's like gotta ask Mooney about his uh what he said his roller dad performance what do you say Ants who was it Tui
0: Yeah, there was, like, I think that's what it was, roller dad performance, yeah. Yeah. But, like, it was just funny because Dwyer mentioned it earlier. He's like, there must be something with, like, you know, people having babies and winning championships because I think he said, what, John-John, right, Dwyer, you said? John-John had a baby Uh, right after. Yeah. Yeah, that's summer.
3: That was two summers ago. Yeah, Yeah,
0: so so it must be be a thing going on there. In that
2: championship game, (laughs) did the rink, like – do the rink conditions you know play any factor you think of it being like slippery in some uh places
3: or big time uh big time for sure and i mean I, it's tough like we you know it sucks right like it definitely takes i would say like that like that that tiniest like uh kind of like level like that top level of roller that you see like those like pro championships being played at where you're just like hearing like uh, wheels stopping on sport court every like half second. It's just like, R-r-r-r. you know, like everyone's just like so engaged. So like it took away that a tiny bit, but it also like it, it's both sides, right? It's like it's even in, in a sense. Like everyone's dealing with it, right? But like you, you if you're watching it, like there's a few times like just a random spot and like especially one corner, you just slip. Like if you like try to take a hard turn, you would just slip. And like honestly, I was. I mentioned it to my team, to our team in the locker room. I'm like, especially the far corner. I'm like, Hey, like don't try to wheel behind that net at all. Like if you're standing still, you're okay. And make them chase you as soon as they're like going faster than you, they're going to fall. Because like, if you're going slow, you can kind of like handle it. And like, it was crazy, man. I mean, I don't like, it wasn't like, You could use it a huge part to your advantage. But if you were like kind of aware of it, and like there was, there was actually one time where like Trav was coming at me full speed, like behind my net. And he, you know, I trap like Tino, like full steam for checking you as a D man going into the corner. It's like some of the scariest shit like a roller D man can experience, you know, like you're lucky to get out of that one. And I'm just like, I just like remember like. I'm like go just go slow just go slow and he's coming he's coming and just boom I just hear him eat shit and I just like half speed just kind of like take the net around like take my net and just like break down he just ate shit and I'm like like that you know that was like one play but it happened a few times to both teams like there was one where actually um like Tino dangled scooter Vaughn and like he scooter just like slipped completely like looked like it broke his ankles like it was bad so it was like it was bad but the middle of the rink was pretty good so it didn't take the whole game away and um yeah it is what it is i mean there's not much you could do other than like play in an indoor rink yeah no i hear that uh, go ahead uh,
1: sorry i was just gonna say going going back to the whole story uh it's it's never how Like you think it's supposed to be or planned out. Like when you have your kid, that was like one thing I learned before we had ours. Ours was kind of like a crazy story too. So it's never what you expect or like what you plan on. And so, like, you just have to be ready to like improvise and like have a contingency plan. And like, so good, good job. It sounds like you're already well on the pathway of of fatherhood of just kind of doing what you got to get done. Um, You said Scooter Vaughn. How how did uh how did this Black Ice roster like get put together?
3: Yeah, that's uh thank you too for that Dwyer it means a lot. Um, but it it was kind of interesting. I mean, the funny thing is that like, well, like for like, it, you guys all know by now, like, craft is like it, The GM really, really, this dude is is something else, man. He like no one else. Like he is so involved and he was it was weird he was like more involved on this team and this roster because he wasn't coming than when he is coming mainly because he like wanted the team to like still be as good even though he's not there like which like most people you would think like they're like not coming he's like ah you know i'm taking this tournament off like i'll just let like jay or like whoever else figure it out but like craft is like just the biggest beauty and made sure made damn sure like we had a roster was texting all of us was calling people like making everything dialed like for everyone so like huge props to him and like i love craft he's like he, he's he's my boy but uh it basically was a combination of craft like you know making sure like the who, who's in from the main guys and then from there it was a little combo of you know like hey uh between only the few of us that were in from like the main guys like who else can we get um and i like i talk to him i don't really like i'm not really too involved with like the roster much um but like i always kind of talk to him and like i don't you know i'm not like talking to those guys on the east coast every day so i don't usually have like a good pulse of our team or like our rosters for each tournament so i I usually reach out to him just like i just like to know and like like to be involved but like i don't ever really like get too involved with with the black ice stuff as much but um he like he reached out to me at one point and was like, "Hey, like we we might be short on guys. Like KJ might not be back, even though he was like potentially going to be back again. Um, a couple other guys were question marks, and like re- regardless, like we were only having like seven or eight guys, and you know usually you want at least ten for a, a good pro team. So, um, yeah, at one point he he reached out to me, being like, "Hey, like do you think your boys would want to?" Play. like do they have a team like what's going on so um and like i had been talking to boyo a little bit and he was you know like not being able to pull together a conics team so um so he he you know was saying like that you know there's a couple guys that would still want to play so um you know obviously like linder and tommy like those are two of my my best bros and like was stoked for them to get on the team um and i mean between like scooter bomber um who else like those guys i think all craft kind of orchestrated so it was a it was a huge uh part on on craft but you know i was able to help out a little bit just from like the west coast uh side of things you know for people that craft doesn't maybe talk to as much so it's a random crew like you know a bunch of new faces but we kind of were talking about how like everyone had you know some like level of playing with each other previously right like Verstegen and me like have played black ice a bunch we've also played with tommy and linder a bunch like kish has played with us before those conix guys have also played a lot with bomber so like there was like a lot of these like and you um, have the border cat connection
2: with bomber and kish too
3: oh yeah yeah and bomber and kish on border cats i forgot bomber was like a border Cats guy but yeah so like everyone like there was no like like besides like oh and scooter had played black ice like at tours. I actually didn't make tours um this past summer, but like so he had played black ice. So like it wasn't that everyone had played with each other previously, but there was kind of like that one degree of connection where it's like they've played with him and he's played with us and you've played with them. And like so it was like a really good um locker room, good good group of guys. I mean, all those guys are just like just beauties and like great dudes um so it's easy easy to get along with and like just kind of one of those teams where you didn't have really any like any ego like just everyone was like wanted to win and wanted to play for each other you know and like I think at the end of the day that's like you know what helped us win is like no one was trying to be a hot shot or or anything like that
0: so so kind of touching on uh the craft thing how did you get on Black Ice? Was it Craft like DMing you every day? Like, hey, man, you'd look good in a Black Ice uniform. Well, I have a touchy subject here. I have a touchy subject here, Ant. <laughs>
3: yeah. Me and my boy Dwyer, back in the day, we uh, played <laughs> comics. Now, like, so Craft and I go way back. Um, just honestly, like, playing so much roller. Like, I was a 94, Craft was a 95, but like, Craft's 95 Black Ice team obviously was like, has always been one of the sickest teams. Like, in that age group so a lot of times they were playing against all of like me as a 94 like they're always playing up a division or like obviously like the divisions are two years so like as long as I can remember I've played against Kraft and when we were probably like 12 to 14 15 like going to Narch in Canada and going to Narch in Florida like a like those back in those days when you're just like a full like teenage like fucker you know and like (laughs) At the rink all the time, or like just like causing ruckus around the rink. And like, like me and Kraft always just ran into each other. Like, maybe like, I don't know how young we were, but always just like, you know, sneaking beers like in the like hotel parking lots and like just like doing like shit thing. like that. We were like, you know, like, yeah, maybe that was like 16, 17 or 18, like whatever. Like, pre college, we like were hanging out, like drinking beers in the lot, like at hotels and like this and that. So, like, and I, I mean, I, you know, was always playing with kind of the West Coast teams, like whoever it was, you know, the Raiders or the, the the revision teams and like that. But uh always like I knew I knew Kraft and like he was he was a big like deal, right? Like he was a he was legit. Like him and Masters were like the two sickest ninety-fives like at State Wars every year. Like those guys, like I knew. So I probably knew Kraft more than he knew me, like early on. But like him and I always always like talk about how like when we were younger we'd always just like hang out at the hotels and this and that like after games because whatever so then like college we started playing against each other a lot and that was when like you know college is like when you start to see those guys that also play like the like high level large tournaments you know like especially I think at that point we're playing junior platinum a bunch against each other d1 maybe like pro like that's when i started a little bit um so we we knew each other a lot in college just playing roller against each other i was like my favorite like roller days was like the college roller like season and like going traveling and doing nationals and shit like yeah you guys remember so and then one like I think one like real staple like memory that I have of craft that, that he he remembers very well, but he's not happy about. But uh, is when UCSB so UCSB was like kind of like a pretty shitty roller, not like a shitty roller, team, like Tre- Tino went there, but like they never like were a national champion like team, right? Like it was always Newman, Lindenwood, Farmingdale, whatever. So, what year was it? It was uh 2016 college nationals in Florida um ucsb like eighth seed we're dog shit we have a player goalie but it's like me kevin as a freshman he's like young he's like 17 like but it's good starting to get good but not like he is now but um and then like a couple other like supporting cast we uh we took newman who was second seed. maybe it was two versus seven because i think farmedo was first seed which had like pj and those guys on it but anyway it was it was Kraft, schultz and fox on newman against our shitty UCSB team in, like, a quarterfinal. We took them to OT and beat them in overtime and knocked them out. And, like, Kraft always talks about it was, like, the biggest, like, the worst loss of his life. Like, Schultz, he, like, was, like, heartbroken over it. Like, those guys, <laughs> like, hated us. But, like, after that, like, Kraft, Kraft, like, is always, like, one of those guys that, he you know, he would come up to us after the game and be like, fuck, you guys, you guys fucking, like, our ass like that was thick for you guys as much as it sucked for us you know so he's he's a good dude and like we always like just since then i feel like had a you know a lot of kind of mutual respect for each other and knew each other and then um yeah i mean i guess to your point like over the years conics was you know we were kind of hanging in there as a pro team but just like you know we didn't we weren't really like getting Better, um, we kind of, you know, scrape like just made it into playoffs at the palma Pro tournament, which was like, you know, kind of I think the how you rank yourself, yeah, measure yourself, you know, if you route. will, the measuring stick, um, and we we and then I think we like we made it, we made it, and then we didn't, and it was kind of like then Kevin was like going to palma like Kraft, craft and i had been talking about playing with each other for a while but i was kind of like you know not nah, like he wasn't like asking me to play for him but like it was basically like we just had always kind of been boys and talked about it and so like once like Connix was starting to like just things things were just you know naturally like not working out as much um we we talked about it more seriously and that's when that's when that happened
0: Gotcha. That's what you think. Back in twenty sixteen, Kraft like had it in the back of his head, he's like, All right, we're gonna get these guys at some point point. the wheel start to turn it back then.
2: Yeah. So. No, I mean it's yeah, uh maybe. I, I and honestly, I think um, uh, you know, when you went to black ice, you've seen some of the Canadian guys came on to Connex. Connex got a different look too, and you know, they um they made playoffs too. You guys, you know, got better with black guys. So I think honestly it helped in both ends in a way, you know. The Connex got Dude. some got some looks with a lot of the Canadian guys and Kev you're obviously can chime in and tell me but you know that the look with the Canadians with uh I loved that look honestly
1: Uh, it was a nice it was a nice facelift for sure I mean
3: yeah yeah. and I I will I will say Kevin like you could probably agree but like Rob just basically said it like I think it was kind of weird that it was like mutually beneficial like it was to me it, it seemed like the the conics team did like improve after i left and like for me it also like was like one of the best things for my game like to get a change up like i played with the same guys and kind of like it it just was a little stale maybe where not that i wasn't getting better but like it just like i didn't i didn't really know like i didn't i guess have like my role as much like didn't know what it was right and going to like a different team like it really i i think helped me like reset like what am i best at and how can i like you know learn from other players play with other players and like i think it for me it's it's you know been awesome and i i was actually i have a ton of like my best friends are on Conics. you know like that was like the the beauty of our team growing up was like it was all a bunch of homies like it wasn't just like a coach that pulled together roller guys like we were all like just super close friends that grew up together and played with each other so it was like one of the it it was the toughest decision ever for me to like leave that team and move on but I was stoked for them after that I'm like dude like everyone it it was kind of just like a good like I don't know reality check for everyone to be like hey like you know things change people move on like now it's like you gotta make a name for yourself again right whether you're on your same team with new faces or I'm going to a new team with different faces. Like it was, it was cool.
0: That 2021 run that Iconics had where Kev, I think you can, you can back me up on this. You guys took Pomando a shootout, right. In round Robin, I believe. And then you guys, Mm -hmm. it must be, I think took snipers in overtime, right. Or the, <laughs> close at the end of the game, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, we we tied it up and then we blew it right after we tied it up. Oh, um, that's we right.
1: uh we beat Chip Chip the Rip played against uh what is now Car Shield and right yep yeah it Rink, was Ringster Chip yep. Chip played Unreal we played great and then we played Mooney and Company the next game and I think it was like a two to one game like yep. it was a really yep. close good game and. And then we uh took care of biz against the mud meows, um. Mud and then we and played meows. the snipers, and yeah, we had a really good game with the snipers. If you ask some people, there was there was two like two disallowed goals that uh, I'll go on record right now. I'm pretty certain were in the net, but they were. I wasn't. I I didn't. I wasn't the one making these calls. So, um. Yeah, that was a that was a good tournament for us for sure. And um and then the next the next time around like at winter nationals we went to the championship and lost to palma in a very close game too so so yeah there's definitely um it like life's crazy man like a change of scenery can do a lot of stuff for uh, in different ways and when it works out for both parties that like both parties like kind of build off of that like then you feel great because you have no guilt you're not dwelling on it like you know the decision you made is the right decision and and again, like, life goes on, and and decisions are hard, like, in the immediate thought of them, but, like, looking back now, Mooney, I'm sure you're like, man, like, I still love those guys, and keep in touch with them, and and I get to, you know,
3: play on a very competitive, like, good team with, with other homies that I have for life, you know? Absolutely, and, like, just to bring it full circle, I mean, Tommy and, and Linda being my two like closest homies from that team. And like we talked about that this weekend, dude. It's like, look at it, like we're only two years later and they're like on now, like, you know, not my team, but like my like the black ice team with me winning a arch Pro winner Nats. Like it was it's just like surreal that, that shit happens like that, right? Where it's like it was just cool that, you know, like you said, um, yeah, it worked out for everyone. And then like, there's still uh, like those friendships and relationships. And it just like kind of built like more, I think like relationships, you know, cross country uh, with, you know, some of my, my boys and my, like our West coast side and some of those East coast side. And um, yeah, it was, it was cool to uh, get, get back on the same, like, you know, pro squad with some of those old conics boys. I obviously play with them a lot with like other local stuff, but um, yeah, for them to, you know, to, to raise that cup with those guys, it like, it meant it meant a lot to me and uh it was pretty cool for that all to like you know come full circle
2: that's awesome did you when you first started playing with black ice it's mostly like an east coast squad did you have to adjust your game or did you feel like you kind of had to like you know adjust anything because i know each coast kind of plays a different style of hockey um but did you feel like you had to adjust your game at all
3: yeah um for sure actually um is a lot different man I mean it's just like I don't know like I wouldn't say it's specifically to like an east coast style versus like what I a style I was I was um used to I think it's just like playing with with a different group of guys just a different mindset kind of like that they have and like a different coaching style for sure like um like Jay Jay is Jay's awesome but he's like he doesn't give a fuck, you know. Like he, he, he's not like like he's straight up like, and he'll tell you if you suck. He sometimes tells you if you're doing well, but like he's just like there's no like you know fluff around it. So like tough love, and I, yeah, and it that like that for me, I love it, and like it's a little bit different than you know like a boyo who like you know is is a little bit more like strategic and not really like in your face at all right like he's he's just not that kind of guy but he'll uh he'll kind of do his, his different things so like anyway I, I think playing with the black ice guys it made me um made me play a lot differently it made me change my role a little bit like I was definitely like not um you, you know like j- just had to kind of figure out how best I can go out there and, and add value right when you're playing with like like frankly some of the times you, my lot like just like i'll find myself out there with three of the best roller hockey players in the world right like if you think about like pj Martino, billy piscali and tyler Kraft, like that's like you just you're out there with those three guys all of a sudden pocket. like no matter who no matter who you used to be with like yeah you're a different person a different role when you're playing with those three guys versus whoever you're playing with whether it was like a, a good old liney or a bad one or anything in between it's different so that um that changes like things a lot and it makes you know it makes you have to play differently and it, it's easier sometimes because you kind of just like you know get to focus on your role a lot more and you don't have to feel like you have to do anything right it's just like be really good at d you know be a good like puck moving defenseman getting involved when you need to be but like um, that's kind of like allowed me to really focus on, you know, like what, what is like, how can I be the best roller hockey player out there? And I'm not like, I'm not a PJ or like, you know, a craft, but I like, I think I can help that line be like, you know, the best line out there. Pretty detailed. <laughs> I like that.
2: That's a nice breakdown. I like that breakdown. Yeah. I wanted to get into some, uh, USA stuff. I know you got to represent team USA last year. Um believe it was was that October, right? October.
3: November. Uh, November? November, but yeah. November.
2: So what was that like, you know, getting to play with your brother, you know, represent your country? Um, what what was that like for you? For you and your family, you know? I mean,
3: we even had little yeah. Mooney
2: out there uh live streaming, and for Papa Moody, too. Yeah, and Papa Mooney. How was that for your family?
3: Yeah, that was that was so cool, man. Um i mean that's that's the holy grail of, of roller hockey to to represent the the red white and blue and i was um I was so stoked to to get that call and to be able to uh make that trip and you know for I was talking to one of my buddies uh from college like right after the tournament uh a, a roommate that doesn't even play Roller hockey, but all my like good buddies at this point love roller just because like I love love roller so much. You know how how it goes. Um, but he's like, dude, it's crazy, man. I remember back in college, like watching like you would just break open your laptop and have like Team USA roller hockey games. Like you're just watching the World Championships on your computer. Like I was just like alone in my like college house, like watching Team USA World Championship games. Um, just some reruns. So he was just like it. No, no, like the lot, like okay. the world championships, like at that time, like okay. back in 2014 or whatever, you know, like watching Travis No and like those guys, like back, like a few, you know, whatever, five, ten years ago, like playing in the world championships. So like I was just so like into roller, so in like I, I would watch the world championships just alone, like that, like I loved watching it, right? Like for me, that's the the biggest stage, like the coolest like team to be on um so that so he him and I like he was just like it's crazy man like now like you're just you just did that now like you were just walking it like as like a college kid like ten you know five, eight years ago whatever it was I'm like you, you're so right like that's so true like for for me it's a little bit you kind of get lost in like the day to day and like now you don't always reflect on those things but, um, that just was like a, a cool reflection to be like, damn, like that, that is crazy. And that's like how much like I, it meant to me and how much like I've cared about roller just like as a passion, right. Not like for anyone else or not like it was, I was getting together with friends to go watch or anything. So for me to play on the team was incredible. Uh, go to Argentina was awesome, man. Like couldn't have been a better spot to go experience, uh, Buenos Aires and, um it was really cool to again like so I had like we kind of just talked about this big transition from playing on kind of like the same teams for as long as I could remember to like going to Black Ice was like a really just refreshing like transition to a new team new peers new coach like get a new look right and that that's cool and like you know it was great for me um maybe not great for others. Right. Like some people kind of like that comfort and like knowing people, but I think it like helped me, uh, stay on my toes a little bit, you know, and like kind of stay motivated to like, want to get better and work harder and get like be in better shape and this and that so that I can like continue to always show up and be like, um, you know, a, a good, valuable piece of the team. So, um, playing with a new group of guys, a bunch of guys that, you know, I'll pretty much know all of them, but, um, a, a bunch of guys I haven't never played with, um, really awesome to play with kevin again like we played so much roller together like and then in the past few years we haven't played really a lick of roller together um except when i went out to spain for a month uh which was awesome but um yeah like you know playing with guys like delamore del, Mar- del Morte, like i have gone into the most amount of stick battles ever with that guy um and when i say stick battles i mean like cross-checking each other in the face type of stick battles like in every tournament and <laughs> he's from New York, York, boys definitely. like yeah like no but i love that shit you know like i just i there's so many guys that i've hated more than ever in roller and then like the second year on a team with them you're just like best buds and uh he was like on, on my line so like we we gelled a lot like I mean, that's just one example, but it's kind of like I could say the same thing about every guy on that team, right? Like, playing with Siggy was, like, crazy, and that was, like, another experience that, like, a, you know, anyone in the roller world, like, I think is, like, would love that opportunity or, like, is, you know, like, that's, like, such a cool, like, thing to play with a guy like Sigmund, like, such a roller legend and and to this day still maybe one of the best roller hockey players on the planet. So nasty. Um,
2: well, I would say one of the best 2 way players. I mean, his...
0: The- Unbelievable. And and what he did to jump into what, what Kyle said and here, like at the World Roller Games, like I think he even stepped up a level too because, you know, it's not the typical USA team, no, no, a couple other guys missing, right? So he had to bring even more offense. And, like, when you saw him, like, at certain moments, like, turn it on, you're like, nobody's touching this guy. Like, making people yeah. blow tires on the rink. Like, people are skirting <laughs> by him. Like, they're like, what? He's like stopping on a yeah. dime, But he like he's he definitely like, he, stepped up.
3: He's also like a student of the game kind of guy, like I am too. Like, you know, some guys they don't really like to like talk about like like the play or like, hey, what should I have done there? Or like, what were you seeing there? Like I I like doing that, like before the game, during the game, after the game, and like so does he. So like him and I were just like I was just like picking his brain at all times. And he like loved it and like just like would do the same thing back to me. So like we were we were vibing too and just like having a great like it was just it was just roller 101 for me like all week <laughs> like just like always being like siggy what are you seeing what do you want what do you want me to do how should i do this did you see that like all this shit and it was Did you really room with cool. Siggy? Um no, that is with Schultz. no, I room with Scholz. They yeah. kind of did like you know like familiar faces, but like yeah. So anyway, there was a bunch of good guys on the team. Um, and we had we had so much fun. It was just a great group of guys all around. Um, you know, Marigan and I kicked it a lot. Like we had oh, yeah. a ton of fun. The city was incredible. The 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 whole like roller tournament was awesome. And my dad and Keegan, my my youngest brother, came out to to watch and stayed with us and like kind of like took the the team buses with us because like they were double-decker buses so our whole team would go upstairs and then they would kind of just like hop on and stay downstairs so they never were like kind of like infringing on the team at all but like got the full experience and like they loved it and the whole team like had a great time dude like with with everyone so it was was really awesome yeah Yeah, you can
0: they came to a few dinners with us too like we went to like same place like a couple nights in a row and they came with us and stuff and they're like they would always get like their own table but it was like right next to us that so they could still like be involved <laughs> like dude just bring them in because you know i love your dad after like his dad just hooked yeah. me up the entire trip like got me in like the first class like thing for the for the sky lounge and shit like just like totally like He's like, yeah, I'm here with Roller Deck Corporation. These are my two associates. <laughs> it's, it's me and, and, and Moonshop. And we're walking in, and the lady's like, all right, I guess. And just, like, let us in. It was so, so funny. Cool. And then and then, who were you with, Kyle? You came with someone later. Was it – I forget. You came
3: with I someone. I was a crafty, and he was – Yeah. Craft it was tripping, dude. He's, like, he never, like – It was, like, the first time he'd ever been in a fucking Sky Lounge ever. <laughs> And this was a good one. It had like, it had an open bar. Like it had anything you wanted. And craft just walked in and he's like, there's like fridges of beers and shit. He's like, wait, like what what am I supposed to do here? Like, do I pay for those? And we're like, no, dude, like (laughs) what you want. So it's open bar. Like whatever. He's like, free like anything i want it's free he's like just grabbing all the shit like coming back to his seat with like four beers and like (laughs) like, he said he said he
0: wasn't gonna drink and the next day he's got like three stellas next to him with a glass of like (laughs) wine like dude
3: what the fuck (laughs) it was too funny man. how
1: does uh how does papa john like being a grandpa
3: he he loves it man he's uh he's coming over tomorrow bringing us in there and shit he he was the first one at the hospital like the couple hours after we got there like kelsey was still like kind of like out of it so i'm like i'm like dude like he didn't even call me he just showed up at the hospital i'm like yo like what dude you're supposed to tell me like she's like like she needs some time like (laughs) give it a break He's like, he's like, what? Like, I thought, like, you just had a kid. Like, I'm here. Like, here's you know, like a gift and shit. I'm like, it's oh, awesome. I'm like, dude, I, I mean, I love it, but like, also, like, you know, like, you like, say hi and bye, like, get out, like, give us some <laughs> space, man. Like, yeah, uh, he's that's, good, man. That's awesome. Yeah,
2: huge shout out to your uh, to your brother for taking care of us out in Argentina doing a live stream for everybody. I know yeah. we we're able to see some of the games so i know he helped out a ton um that was awesome i know he'd probably rather be watching instead
0: of like live streaming but that kid's he's for the boys so i don't know man i think he's i think he's got a future with roller dad news because like i think he does i think when he had my phone because he was using my phone to do it and i brought like an extra phone just for the streaming purpose of it and he was like dude the amount of messages that come in like just from like <laughs> tags and all this shit like on the instagram and stuff he's like He's Like, how do you deal with this? Like, he was like bucking a little bit because we're just like constantly notification. We need to give him like, the account oh, wow. for a weekend, give him the account, yeah, like the dude, wild dude. Oh my, it, yeah. stories he was telling me about his friends, oh, man. I don't know if it's a good idea, but
3: <laughs> we should actually do that. Um, for the like elite uh draft league when when it gets started in Irvine, him and I are like running a team. Maybe we can get a little like uh, get him going on the RDN, but but back, back to the team USA, just like my, my final comments, like the other thing was like playing for Tim was really like interesting and and different and cool. Like I've known Tim for literally ever, um, but never played under him. And that's just like a huge, another like roller legend, right? Like someone that's, that's coached and won a ton of big tournaments, Palma pros team USA world championships. So like, that was cool to see him and Greg, um, and see them like in action and like really serious action, you know, like when it comes down to those big games and stuff and um, such a, such a tough loss, man. Like, you know, that was, that was the worst, like loss, like to be a part of that, just, it was such a sour taste in our mouth, like going out like that. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, like is what it is, right? Like we, we were, grateful for the opportunity we gave it our best like we fucking we had a really really tough game like you know regardless of what happened in it like you got to kind of overcome that shit to to win and and be the best and like you know we didn't but um it was obviously good to like take care of business in that in that bronze medal but uh we we were we were coming for gold man and like you know we were we were we were close like obviously like you know no one no one knows what would happen in the final but like that that game against Italy was was shitty but uh the game prior to that against Argentina like Merrigan and I and Merrigan touched on it on an earlier pod I listened to of the uh, world championships kind of recap but like that was the coolest like the coolest experience and environment like ever like ever dude like you guys saw the all the Argentina like um it was like Argentina a soccer game at one point.
0: It was crazy. It was
3: like that's just like a glimpse of like what like the Argentinians, like they're kind of like packed in and like you know, fandom, like they're they're nuts, and like that was sick, dude. It was the rink was just absolutely slapping. And we were in warm-ups, me and Meriden, just being like, dude, yeah, is this the ice? craziest shit you've ever like seen? And we were
0: like, Yeah, dude, <laughs> I was like, dude, what about. the fuck? But Every game was like that, and I feel like for our game, it was because it was the first playoff game, so like it just yeah. escalated it like even more. And yeah, I remember being at center ice with you like during the last warm up drill, and like looked at it, I was like, "What the fuck?" You know, like this is crazy. I've never experienced anything like this. Like not an NHL setting, like playoff settings. I've been to same Cup <laughs> final games. Nothing was like that. It Was wild. Yeah, last was last question before we let you go.
2: Um, how was it having Greg on the bench? You know, Tim's, like you said, Tim's a legend. Um, he's coached, you know, everywhere. He's won every championship you could win. But, you know, Greg's played in those kind of those championships. And it's, you know, Greg's a goat too. Um, you know, watching him play. So how was it having him on the bench?
3: It was awesome, man. It was honestly like he uh, – I'm pretty sure the entire time – Did he want to play? Did entire, he tell you guys pretty- he has his skates? We, we, we actually talked about that in practice. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he ran the D bent, the D side door. Like is where he posted up. Like he was always switching. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. So he, so he was honestly like more, you know, kind of like, like an assistant coach is sometimes more of like a coach, like you're coaching you more than like a head coach, right? Like the head coach is kind of like calling lines, bigger picture, like rest, like, yeah. Like up top, like but like greg is like watching you evaluating your shifts helping you kind of like see things like this and that so like back to like me and siggy kind of like chopping it up on the bench a bunch and shit same thing with greg and like i i don't know like i'm just like that where like every shift i'm like greg like what would you see there like what would you think like what like what could be better like what am i not seeing like i just like love that shit and like feel like there's always like little like things that like can get you an edge you know so um to have him was was really like it was really cool and I I look up to Greg like no one else like he's another roller legend that's just so decorated and like such a a roller mind that you just want to like just you can just ask him a million things and he you know he can go on and on so he was a good he was a really good really valuable guy to have there and and on our bench and and like especially like for the defense where he was like just like helping us and like being being that guy that's like always kind of available and yeah he's he's a lot of fun too obviously like Greg's a good dude yeah. so just like kicking it with him is, is La- last well. night was fun the last night got fun with everybody Greg's,
2: Greg's awesome yeah Tim and Greg are great you know that, that coaching tandem is it's a great coach tandem <laughs> it's a reason why they're Team USA coaches for a reason so
3: yeah yeah for sure.
0: So, let me – I know Rob said last question, but I got one more lighter note question. And You can just give me <laughs> names. Right. Um, so, obviously, you know, we played a lot of sewer and two-touch soccer before the games, right? Best sewer player, worst sewer player on our USA team. <laughs> and you and you, and you, uh, and you know who the worst is, so, so don't be afraid to say that. Yeah,
3: yeah we, all, we all know fucking De La Morte is gone awful, bro. This dude has <laughs> – no touch he's just booting <laughs> balls around he, he almost killed he's multiple wearing, like, people outside of our circle he's, <laughs> he's wearing like air force ones but he like you would think he's wearing <laughs> steel-toed boots bro like legit <laughs> like he is he's wearing he has, air like, force ones to play suey
2: in on. yeah
3: yeah dude this guy is hilarious but also like the funniest guy in the suey circle so that was like That was fun. We played so much Sui. It was like fucking – it was a joke, like how much Sui. But we were like like – I've been so warmed up for every game, yeah. Um, And then the best – I mean, Schultz wants me to say him, but I – I'm kind of hesitant to give give him the crown. He's pretty damn good at soccer, though. Yeah, he's. Nasty. But he's also he's always he's always trying to like fucking get in the middle of the circle yeah. and like kick it like eight times to himself and shit. And we're like, all right, <laughs> dude. Like we know you, we know you like can, can juggle soccer yeah. ball like more than anyone else. Like get the fuck out of here. So I thought
0: you were gonna say I'll Tim was the it. best one, dude.
3: <laughs> oh say god, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Tim. Tim, Tim loved it. Tim was probably in the circle more than more yeah, than Derek. He hit. was like, yeah, he, he was he like brought his running shoes. Like after day one, he was like playing in his like coaching shoes. And then the next day he's like brings his running shoes. He's like ready for Sui. We're like, Tim, you don't even have to uh, play, man. Like you don't have to warm up. <laughs> yeah, he, he just, loved it. I thought he just,
0: he just like wanted to be cl- like, that's how, like he talked about how like much we bonded too, right? Because we had a lot of downtime. You know, like in like with the buses and crap, we're always like waiting around and stuff. So we had so much time to bomb, but I think it just added to it that like Tim hopped in, Suey the one. I think I think Greg might have gotten one game, but like Tim would just like come in and then like ball would be in the middle. Team would, Tim would like need some like he was like so involved in the Suey game, and like anytime a ball yeah. went up near me. Near Moon's head, he's like, nah, not my ball. Like he refused the head ball, <laughs> any ball in the sewing yeah. game the entire week. So was, I just thought it was funny. Like I know personally, like, you know, we had some like a crazy laughs, like people getting kicked, like balls flying into other people's circles and shit. So it was just like I don't know, some of my favorite well, the, memories from that trip are that.
3: The funniest was uh when in like Went to uh, like kind of like chest the ball, you know, and he's just like in like a power squat, like going to chest the ball, and Billy like is like kind of like running, like looking over his shoulder, and just like the biggest kick straight to fucking Halverson's crotch, like it was like loud, like <laughs> loud, and like, and, like Halverson's like. He's like standing there, power spot, and just takes a kick straight to his like nuts. It was the funniest thing, dude. We were all just like in tears (laughs) on the ground laughing.
0: That's that's exactly where I want you to go with that. So glad glad you brought that (laughs) up. Oh my god! Oh yeah, man, that's too good.
2: Well, hey Mooney, we appreciate you for joining, man. Um, that was a great talk. Thank you for taking us through the story of the birth of your baby. Hopefully the baby and the uh, the wife are doing good. Um, and you know, huge congratulations on the uh, Narch Pro Winter Nationals victory and having your kid the same weekend. That's pretty uh, it's a pretty cool accomplishment.
3: Yeah, appreciate it, guys. It was uh, it was fun, man. And um, yeah, man. I I mean, I already said it, but you guys are are just crushing it. I I love the roller dad news stuff and um you know anything anything i can do to continue kind of helping grow the the channel and the the sport and um you know i love love being a part of that so uh pre- appreciate everything and yeah thanks thanks again man it was fun and um you know looking forward to some more March pro championships hopefully
2: there we go um you have to let us know when you guys start that draft early. we'll give you the account so you and your brother can take over he has the 405 jammers right
3: yeah, four or five gamers coming in hot. It'll be fun. We'll uh, definitely get some RDN coverage on it, and um, yeah, should be a good time.
2: Awesome. Well, hey, we appreciate it, and uh, we might the next time we have you on here. I think we're gonna have to get the brothers. You know, we're gonna have to do a the three brothers yeah. and oh, uh, get man. a three brothers pod going. So again, we appreciate it for joining. All Congratulations, right. and uh, we'll see you on the next one.
3: All right, thanks, fellas. See you guys. Good to see you all. Man. See you, hey, man.